0: Make sure your first key relationship is you figuring out who God is, what He has done for you, that He is not only the creator of this world, but sustainer, and that if you are uh, striving to walk in the Spirit, okay, having a personal relationship with Christ, that's the first step that's going to help you navigate the rest of your relationships because there is always the challenge of insecurity in relationships. Do I fit in? Does this person like me? Do I get along well with this person? And so I, I've heard so many times, even in our ministry, it's all about relationships, and that's true. But it first comes down to you, not your horizontal relationships. Yeah. It begins with your vertical relationships.
1: Hello and welcome to Weary Dads. I'm your host PJ Weary, and I'm here with my co-host.
0: Again, just the co-host. Just the co-host. Just the co-host, Dad.
1: And today we're going to be continuing our series on uh, lessons for teens. Whether that's uh, as a parent talking to your teen, ways to think about what they're going through, um, or you know, if you want to listen to this with your teens,
0: um, or the teens can listen to it on their
1: own. Absolutely. Um, To understand kind of where um, we're coming from. You know, if you know Coach Weary, then you know that he's been dealing with teenagers pretty much his entire life. Uh, it's moved a little bit to college age, but really, I think um, you have decades of wisdom uh, in this side of thing. And then uh, I have decades, of decades experience.
0: of experience. I've <laughs> had decades, decades of wisdom.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And then I was a youth pastor for a Korean church for two years, and yeah, then I, I think was you
0: sell yourself short there. You were around youth even as a kid, oh, because yeah. you were with us.
1: Yeah. And then I, I also was a uh, teacher for uh, teenagers, you know, right. the teenage, like high school. So right. I, I think we have uh, insight. You know, I was also able to watch you be a youth pastor, and sure. I think I had I mean, insight there. Um, And it's been interesting to see. I think a big thing that um I want to talk about today, I want to focus on relationships and um the way that relationships are flattened in high school because... Kids don't have experience, right? They don't under uh, teenagers don't understand how time works yet because they haven't seen it work out. And so, one of the things I've really appreciated is that I got to see your ministry. I've been able to see my ministry play out a little bit. I just uh, uh, met a young lady that I taught and she's now in college, but that's still a few years out. I'm not seeing her married with her own kids, right? Sure. Or, you know, if she gets married, uh, which is very different from. I've seen your ministry blossom and create, uh, or not create, you know, I mean, I've seen the ups and downs of like, you've discipled guys and they've gone on to become strong fathers, uh, to become men in ministry or uh, good workers who have high ethics. And then I've seen guys who have rejected what you tried to teach. And I think um, understanding the long game is really important when we talk about relationships uh, for teenagers.
0: Yeah. So um, there's a couple of thoughts that I, that I have right away. Um, one of the things that you'll hear said often is it's all about relationships. And I understand that. And it, there is a great need to work at relationships. But there's a real great need about growing yourself, maturing as yourself. And I think as we talk about this and as we talk to teens, let me encourage, first of all, as you're uh, ministering to your teenager as a parent, and if you are a teenager, make sure your first key relationship is you figuring out who God is, what He has done for you, that he is not only the creator of this world but sustainer, and that if you are uh, striving to walk in the spirit, okay, having a personal relationship with Christ, that's a first step that's going to help you navigate the rest of your relationships, because there is always the challenge of insecurity in relationships. Do I fit in? Does this person like me? Do I get along well with this person? And so. I've heard so many times, even in our ministry, it's all about relationships, and that's true. But it first comes down to you, not your horizontal relationships. Yeah. It begins with your vertical relationship. Where are you at with your um, comprehension of who God is? And, yeah. you know, probably uh, the book by uh, Tozer... Uh, no uh knowing god no not knowing j.i. packer yeah packer wrote knowing god which is Tinser great wrote
1: but presence of It's talk about the holy. the holy
0: one your um
1: your view the, of god you. is the most important thing about exactly you. dr olson yeah.
0: north and it is like because then it affects how you look at everything else yep all right doesn't matter if this you know just had a scenario where uh, someone felt uncomfortable with another person and i said, my thought is um, as much as possible, live peaceably with all men. If I'm okay with God, I, nobody else can push me or offend me and frustrate me. There's a few people that I are not my favorite. That I would say there's probably a lot of people out there who think I'm their favorite. Probably they're not listening to this podcast. Yeah, because, because, because
1: this, this podcast is something <laughs> but, special because you're on it. No,
0: <laughs> this podcast is spe- <laughs> something special because God's doing a work in us still, yeah. both you and I. Probably that's the best part of this podcast, and I would say that to parents. The best part, if you want to help your kids with your relationship, their relationships with others, begin with their relationship with God and then continue to foster a relationship with them so that they have someone to walk through life with and don't uh, let your kids not fail in those relationships, but you can coach them and counsel them. Don't coddle them. Allow them yeah. to go through some of this. Failure I- is part of the process.
1: And I think uh yeah, you just did a a good video on that the other day. Um I think uh one thing that I've seen, uh, even in my own small way of parenting and something I've tried to bring as I talk to teenagers, I just uh dealt extensively with a twenty year old young man uh who has a got married very early and has a wife and kid, is um not shielding them from consequences or not shielding them from hurt because it's gonna happen but helping them to process it afterwards. uh, When people are hurt, uh, that's when you get the chance to speak into their lives, if you're there for them. Uh, The other part of this, and this is really important for teenagers and for parents, is that um, we often want results without the process. So the way that we see, like a lot of what we understand is modeled in stories for us, and that's that's movies. As much as we can say, oh, don't do it like the movies, we still feel that. We're like, oh, this is going to be a special moment. The first kiss or the, you know, engagement or the wedding ceremony. We're straight
0: in a hallmark right now.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I wasn't even, you know, it, it could be other stuff. We could too. do a
0: podcast on
1: hallmark and just ruin <laughs> our. All right, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, the, um, but to have that moment to speak into someone's life, to have like that first kiss be something special or that. uh engagement moment that marriage and wedding you have to have a lot of boring moments it's like anything in life and that's always cut because it's boring from movies from television and so even you know as we talk uh as a teenager I was like oh I want to have all these special moments and that's awesome sometimes we get so like as a teenager I get so excited about having special moments that I would want to make decisions that were unwise because I'm like, well, this is like the one chance I get to have this. Instead of viewing life as a continuing journey and understanding that whatever you choose, choose something that's going to build for the long-term. You know, um, even uh, as I talk through different stuff with my own kids, um, the discussion about alcohol, uh, you know, as you're talking to your teenager and, whatever your stance on alcohol is, I would encourage you do not create a scenario where you make alcohol exciting and you make it a bonding experience to rebel against parents around alcohol. Because there's rebelling against parents and then there's putting a bunch of 16-year-olds with uh, a bottle of Jack Daniels in a car. And that has long-term, that has high probability for long-term effects. And that that really influenced a lot of my own parenting and uh, as a youth pastor of like, Yes, as teenagers, you shouldn't drink. It's not good for you physically, uh, for your brain, right? Your brain isn't fully developed. But also just understanding that you can't, you, that conversation has to, ha, has to be brown's responsibility and understanding the effects and not just a fear-driven no, so that the kids, uh, that teenagers don't immediately, man, I, it's scary stuff like the, your if your first experience of alcohol is around a bunch of other teenagers who haven't had alcohol before or have ha- had at one time, and that we see this in the in the college culture of the United States where kids go crazy and there's a lot of alcoholism and death, uh, alcohol-related death. Uh, I think it's just really important to understand, as you look at relationships, it should be long-term focused. And as you're working through things with your own kid or you're working through things with your parents, Listen to your parents, and if they are responding in a fear-driven way, and it feels like that, understand what that fear is. Be willing to talk and have a longer dialogue about it.
0: Okay, so I'm not sure how we that was all ge- ge- geared up for this, but it's really interesting. I think what you're saying is two things. One, there are always consequences, decisions. So we're really not talking about, you know, obviously you t- you mentioned alcohol, but every decision they make, yes. dating. Um,
1: I'm just grounding it in alcohol, right, right, but like right. I, you could talk about sex, right? right. If you Any, have a kid, anything,
0: there's con- there's consequences and yes. verbalize to those young people, the importance of with every responsibility, um, I'm, I'm sorry, every privilege comes a responsibility. Yeah. That responsibility has consequences. Um, it's interesting. You mentioned that there was a guy that was a really good guy. I, I coached with him, uh, at Vanguard baseball and he could not coach, because they then did background checks, and he had a DUI when he was 19. He was a really good baseball pitcher, he was a really good coach, and he really did love the guys. And his life had been transformed by the gospel. But when Mm. he was 19, before he had that transformation, he was out and he had a DUI, vehicular uh, homicide, Mm. and uh, it's on his record, he could never coach again. And they, uh, he was in the dugout with me, One year or for the first two months, and then they made this decision because of somebody else's decisions that led to consequences. So now they're doing all background checks, and they said, if you have anything at all, you're toast. So now he still helped us, but he couldn't sit in the dugout. He had to sit outside the thing, and he could say certain things, and he could never. They had to move. He could never drive in the state of Florida because that's where it occurred. That, really yeah and so what you're saying is and this yeah. is we're talking to teens here and talking to parents don't scare your kids help them to see and that there's going to be consequences to their irresponsibility and help them to see that when they say well that's them not me remind them of time when they thought that in another area of their life and it happened cuz it always does and it always um Will,
1: yeah, and I love that you everything that you're saying there, um, because it's just so important as we're as we're talking about this, um, to keep in mind things. That, just to keep in mind that you're 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 so young and you have so much time ahead of you, and really a lot of your job right now is to make lots of mistakes, but make lots of little mistakes.
0: Yeah, I right? don't know how to say this, but wise mistakes.
1: Yeah, don't don't close off possibilities for yourself. You don't want to be in a spot where your love is for coaching and you can't because of something like oh, that. That's
0: just crazy that um, that was a hard story to
1: How many times have you heard this story, coach, of like someone who um, decided to have uh, sex and then despite all precautions, or maybe they didn't follow the precautions, they had a kid and now they have to like their whole life. I mean, when you have kids, that's it. And I, I I've had kids, obviously, I love it, it's great. But I made that decision and I knew the responsibility I was getting into to just have it happen because you weren't, because you were just giving into the temptations and desires of the moment will radically change the course of your life forever. So you asked me how many,
0: I would say this too many. Mm. And then I would even say, uh, we have counseled young ladies and others who then may compounded the decision by uh, choosing not to have the baby, yeah, and then the scars of that. And um, then there are just so many ramifications. Yeah. I, I, I think one of the things I really want to go to, because what we're saying is that in relationships, there's a privilege, but there's also responsibility. How we live in those relationships or how we live as a teen even. Mm-hmm. The other thing I want people to understand is there's another underlying problem for teens that gets... I don't know if the right word is papoed or pushed aside and that is everybody talks about peer pressure mm. well adults have peer pressure too we call it people pleasing okay yeah, yeah and we yeah, all yeah. struggle so I want to ask you this question I know that where I think it'll go and I want to help all the viewers uh name for me your best friends from high school or name for me a best friend from high school that you stay in touch with and yeah and then I as you name that one and I know who it is. Yeah. How many of those others do you stay in touch with? So go.
1: Yeah. I mean, definitely I, I talk uh, once to three times a week with Andy leaf. Okay. Uh, we, we text every day. Sure. And so that's definitely, um, the uh, the other friend would be Jesse Bedin and we haven't kept in touch as much. Oh, we just talked uh, a month ago, honestly, because okay. of this podcast. Um, and you know, that's something I have down here. You're going to feel it you're going to understand that as an adult, you are going to lose precious things because you get so busy and you can only keep in touch with so many people. It doesn't mean you can't reclaim it later. Cause I can feel that Jesse and I are drawing closer. We started to talk more in even the last couple of years. And I think that we might end up visiting them here, you know, surprise Jesse, but I, I uh, yeah. and that's just, uh, just being okay with letting things develop, letting, you know, just to return to what I was saying before that, like, don't rush the big moments because, uh, when you let them happen as a result of a natural process, like when you're talking about why did the, why has that stayed with Andy? That's because a lot of small, casual, boring moments where yeah, we, I think we need thought to be of, careful yeah.
0: using that term boring because here's what's wrong, right? It's and not, it,
1: it's not, that's
0: just casual real life moments because yeah, here's yeah. What as I polemical wanna, and it's not your helpful. You're right. You're well, here's what people say. I want these exciting, perfect moments. Mm-hmm. Well, if every movement uh, moment was exciting, then there really isn't exciting. It's really all part of the same one. It's mundane after a while, anyhow. What um, I really want the listeners to yes. evaluate what I just said is: so you've got two guys you stay in touch with. Did yeah. you ever feel peer pressure from other people that other than those two? Oh, all the, all time. the time. Right. So I'm, I'm I stay in touch with Bill Roach. There are others because of the vehicle for old people, Facebook, that I stay in <laughs> touch with. Uh, but I really stay in touch with more kids that I coached or taught and invested in, which is really interesting. And I guess what I would say to teens, as we talk about relationships, is don't get stuck. The, the, and I would say this to teens all the time: your relationship with Christ should last forever. The second most important relationships are your families because you, mm-hmm. you, you they're forever, okay, unless there is real um, dislocation. Of uh, not only distance but dislocation of spirit and heart, and that's a a a backbreaker. F- yeah. That's hard for everybody involved—the parent, the child—and so, you know,
1: there are uh, always ties that exist from that. Yes, yeah, so even if when you break them, yeah. it's not like breaking up with a friend.
0: No, and and I'm going to even say this, like, like when you were in Chicago and we were down here, and that was okay. It was good for you. It was good for us, but it's so much better. And it's not been as good when you were down here and we had a, listen to this folks, a six to eight mile ride to your house, but it was 35 minutes because we're in the middle of Orlando. The best thing, and I want to say this today, the best thing about this podcast, I hope you folks are learning some things. I hope you enjoy it. I hope we can grow from it. But the best thing about this podcast is that you and I can do it together. So thus we're fostering our relationship. We are thinking together. And when we talk about manhood, maturity, and mentoring, my prayer is that we're still doing that, the two of us together. And hopefully that carries forth to our listeners. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, but so many young people get, Entrenched and um, laser focused on their personal relationships at high school, my friend. And the truth is, they're not going to be with that person 10 years later.
1: Well, and here's this uh, something that you just mentioned. And one thing I love about this podcast is, and even my other podcast, it's a big feature of like everything that we're doing, a big theme, a purpose, we is to keep growing. And what you're talking about here is, the people that have stayed with me and that I have stayed with are the people where we have kept growing. Yeah,
0: you kept growing. Even if he's in Wisconsin, you can still By the way, Bill's uh, Roaches in Colorado, we are still good friends. We still stay in touch. When he comes to Orlando, we connect. I've not been out to Colorado very much, but if we do, you can be sure we'll connect. But here's the thing. As much as I love Bill and you love Andy, we're miles apart. Yeah. Okay. And some people will say, well, I do that with my family and we're on our own. Well, then you need to evaluate. You need to build strong relationships. Whether it's family not, or it's someone yeah, like you have to build community
1: about. where you are better. And, what's the proverb? Better is a brother who is near than a, than no, far. no better is a friend who is near than a brother who is far away.
0: Yeah. I think there's just so many things for all of the, the young people out there listening. Don't get enamored with your relationships. Enjoy them big difference yes and then encourage one another there's death and life and the power of the tongue may it be about growing yourselves in your life in Christ may it not just be all about I'm careful I'll use this term but silliness stupidity and and foolishness and th- there's a lot of that that that's not only uh, condoned
1: it's encouraged yeah it's glorified. It really is. yeah, it's glorified. yeah. these are your... hey, so you go said ahead. it
0: you said it Wh- what is wrong what is broken? about college age relationships what's broken it's not and it deals a lot to do with the alcohol and stuff kids go to college and they don't live party. for the what the weekend the moment, to do what
1: the big moments the partying the i don't i can't remember what what you're, you're searching for no so. you said it yeah
0: no the big moments these big parties yeah, yeah these uh one and done relationships that drew talked about even like when you know yeah it, it, so yep. I want you all to hear, someone is paying between twenty-five dollars to $40,000 yeah. to do something they could do if they were working, and this is not a disparaging remark to whoever does this for work, Yeah, yeah. landscaping and just go to Eddie's pool hall after
1: work. Yeah. That, it doesn't make it cool because it's, it's on college? campus. <laughs> the tr-
0: what, somebody would have an argument about this, Yeah, but what is the number one reason
1: people should go to college? Is it about the relationships or about the education? I mean, yeah, I mean that's the point of college, right? Yeah. What, what, which is? I think it's the education. Yeah, I would agree wholeheartedly. Because you can, you can do relationships anywhere. Yes.
0: Do I think choosing a college where you can build good, strong relationships is a wise thing? Yeah. Exactly. Because then later out when you get out, it will be important, the connectivity that you have. Absolutely. But We've think, seen that with Drew. But I told your brother, okay? You were near us, yeah. and I knew your bent was educated, but I told your brother, I said, I am not paying this X amount of dollars, which was over $20,000 because he was a good student and got a, uh, a good scholarship, all right? But I said, I'm not paying $20,000 so you can be really good at the PS4. <laughs> I said that to him. Yeah. And some people would say, couldn't you said it kinder? No. it's a lot of money. It's $20,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm investing in him as a man yeah. to be prepared, okay? And by the way, you know, he would... Worry and moan, and then have a three point
1: eight four or something. <laughs> well, and okay, and I want to touch on this because I think this is important. Teens hear all this. Yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, when I when I said keep growing, so here's a couple things. One is whatever relationships you make, the only ones that are going to last are the ones that grow with you. So okay. there's a couple like if you if you have a relationship and it's not really, and I'm not talking you know it could be a significant other, it could be because um, high school sweethearts happen, right? But uh, like, but also.
0: I'm going to say this. I I wrote that down. Adam Hayes and Kathy Hayes. Yeah. uh, And Jim and Karen Butler. Yeah. They were high school sweethearts in our Christian school.
1: Yeah. Married, doing great. Go. Yeah, yeah. So, but the point is, don't, if you have a relationship where you can't speak truth into someone else's life, one, that relationship is not based on uh, love, whether it's uh, romantic or otherwise. It's not based on love if you cannot make the other person a better person. And know that you cannot stay in a completely static relationship in high school because you, you are gr- still growing and you're still changing. And you're gonna, the most, the biggest changes in your life are almost always gonna be high school through college. So if you don't have a relationship where you're achieving and growing together, it's gonna fall apart. So if you're in a relationship that you think is really important, but that person wants you to stay and, and just be the same, you know whether it's silly, whether it's about partying and they're not thinking about tomorrow, Tomorrow's going to be totally different because, and I've seen this again and again and again, high school feels like everything until you finish high school. And then college feels like everything until you finish college. And then all of a sudden you're like, you watch 80% of the people you got to know, 90%, 95% of the people you got to know in college, you will never, you'll never really interact with them again, maybe once or twice. And the the crazy thing, same thing with your grades, like it might help you get your first job. After that, nobody cares. Right. So I got great grades. Do you know how many people care that I got great grades? I'm 32. Do you- I, I cared. <laughs> I still care. No, you don't. You I don't do. Care. I ah. care that you worked at it. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I mean, it does more about the character. Right. Like, I mean, exactly. If I came up to you and and I think some teenagers have had this where you're like, well, when I was in high school, I had got great grades. Do you roll your eyes? You're gonna be 32 someday. It's not going to matter. Okay, I think you should all, work. I wish grades. I was going
0: to be 32. The truth is,
1: in a month, I'm going to be 60. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. Okay,
0: so I love what you're saying um, because we have way too many kids that are... And by the way, we have parents yeah. consumed with that their kids for getting for grades, but their their life choices are yeah. unwise and so forth.
1: Well, I, I, this is what I really want to push, and this Go. is my heart. All right. It's not... Like the grades are great. Like, I mean, if if you can get good grades, like you shouldn't not get good grades if you can. But I got to Like some of you are going to be better at it than others. The most important thing is. Learn to love learning. Yeah. And be educated. Yes. Don't just repeat stuff. If you're learning stuff in class just so you can beat the class or just so you can beat the test that won't stick with you. You know what will stick with you is when you learn about that one figure in history class or you learn that one mathematical concept that lights up your brain and then dig deep into it. Who cares if you can get good grades around it if that's like something that sticks with you and then it turns into a career or it turns into a hobby or it becomes something that helps you. That's the, those light bulb moments are worth any kind of grades because that's really, that's what school is supposed to be trying to accomplish. Some schools do it. And honestly, some don't. The American school system has some issues there. So be focused on loving learning and getting truly educated.
0: Okay. So we're really talking to the teens here. So teens, listen to this. Go into class. Don't walk in with a like teacher feed me.
1: Yeah. And and don't don't fight with your teacher about your grades because that doesn't, that's not what's important.
0: Fight about, am I learning this? Am I getting this? That's, that's really your point. And if you do that, you're going to get good grades. I mean, I, yes. you know, you
1: might not get the best grades, but you'll get good grades if right. you're actually interested in what you're doing.
0: And, and so it's really about growing. Yeah. Okay. And, and that, and then again, take that to your relationships is that's how, you know, our whole theme was for today growing your relationships. There's nothing wrong with growing in the relationships if you're growing in the right way, Yeah. you know, and if you're not becoming dependent on that person right? Yes. Your dependence should be upon Christ and there should be a, a sense of dependency on your family because you're not independent yet. Yeah. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Uh, anything that you would, if you had to leave with one last word of wisdom about relationships for teenagers um. uh, and for even for parents talking to teenagers, like what, what is a good maybe summary phrase of like, this is the way to think about relationships. I think that relationships,
0: and you know, this is why parents will say, "Let's," you know, even you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, whatever they may be. Okay, doing things as a group and doing different things, mm. experiencing um, things outside of uh, what would be considered their um, comfort zone is huge for kids. It's good for them to do some things that they're not aware um yeah. could grow their relationships I, I, I'll go with this two things yeah had uh when I was at college I had roommates that were not athletes one of the best things ever happened to me one of the best things ever because mm. I began to understand and I, I I've had uh had uh, a former athlete played for me at Northland write me a note and say coach never could understand why you were so open to meeting other people and the athletes you'd have relationships with everybody Because I learned that in college, like everybody matters. Yeah. Right. And, um, and the other one is actually, uh, you did this and, but your brother did it too. Your brother was on the football team, but then went and did fine arts. And at first that was kind of like different for everybody. They were like, Ooh, that's, that shouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. It shouldn't be a big deal for a kid that loved fine arts to play football too. Whatever. I guess my point is just experience uh, uh, opportunities because you'll build relationships with people and adults, teachers, yes, uh, friends, parents, yeah, that will enhance your growth. Don't get stuck in a little group, in a box, which people have a tendency to do, and uh, lose sight that there are more people around you than yourself.
1: Awesome. Appreciate
0: it. Appreciate it.